Hello and welcome back to the Regular Girl podcast. This is the companion to the Regular Girl book, 365 Devotions to Remember the Truth of the Gospel. My name is Kelly Smith and today before I get into today's entry, I just, you know, I wrote this book over the course of five, six years and, you know, a lot of, it's kind of coincidental when I I don't think coincidental at all, actually. I think this is all divinely orchestrated, but I will wake up not realizing what the episode is going to be and have something on my heart, and it coordinates with the episode, and I'm recording a lot of these well in advance of their release date, so um, I have no idea when you're listening to it, but I am trusting that God, our Father, is going to lead you to the episodes that you need to listen to when you want to listen to them. Um, Sometimes maybe they're going to be things that you don't really want to hear on the day that you listen to it, but I always hope that it is received with the gentleness, care, kindness, and love with which it was written. Um, And today, before I get into the episode, I just really wanted to share a little bit about what was on my heart, which is just how much God loves us. And I think that so much of us, we have this academic awareness of God's love because we've read about it, right? We, if you grew up in church or you go to church, you hear about God's love for his people, God's love for his children, God so loved the world. Um, You know, all of these things fall into a, a holy God that loves us. But sometimes it's a little hard to connect the two things together. There's a book um, by Timothy Keller who um, who's written lots of books. He's a pastor, and he talks about in a, one of his books on prayer about this connection between knowing with our head and knowing with our heart. And you know, I don't know that you're going to actually have the change that you're seeking or really get it until you are able to conjoin those two things, your head and your heart, with this full knowledge, this full acceptance, rather, of God's love for us. Um, There are a lot of, you know, well-intentioned Christian churches that will almost shame their people into good behavior because, oh, just look at all the things that Christ has done for you. But the, the real change can only come from the acceptance of God's incredible love for us and what a gift that is that that moves us to change, that we change because he loves us, not because we owe him or the shame-filled words and feelings that um, would elicit some type of change. It's, a different, it's the difference between if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they hurt me in some way and they apologize only because they got caught or because I'm mad at them. They, they apologize for those reasons. There's, they, they will do it again. They will hurt me again if their posture is from those places. There is a difference when they are so moved by the fact that they would dare hurt me, that that creates real change. And so I think that similarly, on a much, in a much bigger, bigger way, God's love for us, knowing and being able to connect this academic and this heart love that he has for us, that is the only thing that will create change. And so today, if you've not heard this before, let me be the first. Or if you have heard it before, let me be another voice in your 
head in your ear (laughs) that is reminding you just how much he loves you. That there is not a sin you could commit. There is not a place you could go that would, that his love wouldn't reach the depth with which he is willing and has gone to, to, to love us, (laughs) to rescue us. It's, it's unmatched. It's unmatched. Um, and if you don't know that, I pray you're welcome to reach out to me. I'm nobody. I'm just, you know, on the small corner of the internet, but I pray that I could be one positive voice in your ear reminding you of what's true because sometimes our emotions will flare and we will begin to believe things that are not true. Um, but this is a truth that you can bank on. You can, you can take it to the depths of eternity and nothing you could ever do is more powerful than God's love for you. There is a song that talks about, you know, our, our sin was deep. His grace was deeper. Our shame was wide. His arms are wider. Our guilt was great. His love is greater. And all of those things are true. There is nothing you could do to separate yourself from the love of Christ. So if you've never heard that before, or maybe you needed to hear that today, I'm thankful to be a steady voice in your ear reminding you of what's true. And with that, let's get into today's actual episode, which is titled, Who We're Talking To. We're in the book of Leviticus, chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of two of Aaron's sons when they approached the presence of the Lord and died. Cultural Christianity has taken God the creator of the universe, the one who sits on the throne and has authority and power over hell and diluted him down. Perhaps his power and authority is too much to handle. Perhaps we've spent so much time focused on the loving, kind, merciful, full of grace aspect of him and forgotten that he is not one to be contended with. Perhaps we've spent so much time focusing on the forgiveness and how amazing that makes us feel that we've forgotten this other part of God. The sheer power of God should fill our hearts with enough awe and fear that we live our lives in a way that we stay as far from the things that anger him as we can. There is grace, yes. There is forgiveness, yes. But if we live our lives in such a way that we dilute down his power and authority over everything, we might begin to also dilute down how awful sin truly is and recklessly and casually approach our love and service to him. How often have we entered his sanctuary or his word and even our prayers to him and approached it like just one more thing that we have to do? Rather, what if we took a moment to consider who we're talking to? What if we sat for more than a breath before we rushed into reading his word or entering his sanctuary to remember just how powerful he is? If he was sitting next to us right now, what would change about our posture? He is king. He is worthy to be honored and served in a way that is off color of the way we serve the other things in our lives. Consider just who he is and what that deserves. And then consider what a miracle it is that he cares for us and loves us in a way that provides grace and forgiveness. We cannot forget a single part of the complexity of God, nor what an honor it is to be under his wing. 
he's big guys he's just he's big um and the two things that i talked about today both before this actual episode and the actual content of the episode of how powerful he is and who he's talking to those two things can exist um it's not one or it's all of the above um so thanks so much for listening today and i hope you'll come back again next time talk soon